What is good, my people from the other side? Once again, here we are. Uh, little O, Big D, podcast. Welcome. Where you get that Big D of information from Facebook Trends. Hell yeah. Okay, so we're going to get right into it here. And I'm going to do my best to do as little as possible editing to this thing as I can, as I go. So this time I'm a little bit more proactive with what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to minimize my ums and long pauses. So just to kind of practice my quick thinking on my toes shit. Because I used to do improv and um, up in Sherman Oaks, California. California, even though I'm still in California. Anyways... I used to do improv, and that's one of the main things that you had to learn there pretty quickly, is you just have to be on your toes. You have to always be thinking of what to do next, and most most importantly, always say yes, never say no. So it's the opposite of going on your first date, and you're trying to make a move. You know, you she keeps saying, no, no, we probably shouldn't, and of course, you kind of step back, lay off, because you don't want to get charged with rape. Uh, this is going to be the, the opposite of that, so even if she says no, we're still going to go for it, even if we get charged for rape. So yeah, I don't know if that really contests or that goes with what, with a podcast, but I just use that analogy off the dome, and that's what I mean by that. Dope as a motherfucker, always. Anyways, <clears throat> so how's everybody's weekend? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Uh, Hopefully you did something fun where it didn't involve you having to do something against your will. Like uh, doing shit that you don't want to do. For example, if you had to work this weekend, that sucks. Uh, I did not have to work because I stopped being a jackass and finally decided to actually put my foot to the ground plant my roots, and promise myself to never work a job or any position where I have to work a weekend, because fuck that. Eventually, um, the plan is to, fuck, I said, um, anyways, eventually the plan is to be able to work whenever the fuck I want, whenever, wherever, how long I want, and yada, yada, yada. Basically be my own boss, eventually. Right now, I'm, I'm someone's bitch, but that's okay, because that's how we all start off. Nobody freaking comes out of a vagina already not knowing that they're not going to have to work for the rest of their lives unless you're born into like a billion-dollar family or you're born into the Illuminati. Other than that, you know? Like the rest of us, you gotta work, motherfucker. So, yeah. Besides working, if you didn't have to work, hope you had a great fucking weekend. Hope you were able to do whatever you wanted to. And, yeah. Enough about you. Let's uh, talk about me. Let's get selfish a little bit. So, this past weekend, went up to Yuma, Arizona again. Visited my fiancé's fiance's, uh, family. It was her nephew's birthday, and uh, we went to Chuck E. Cheese's 
to uh, celebrate that shit. And boy, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. That's a fucking Chuck E. Cheese is very a very interesting place to go to when you're no longer a child. Um, you go there, and you see, um, you see. Well, depending on the Chuck E. Cheese that you go to or that you have gone to in the past. Uh, for example, my experience to the Chuck E. Cheese that I went, you kind of saw two sides of the spectrum of people's lives. And what I mean by that is the people that work there. So two sides of the spectrum, you had like your your young your young folk working there, and then you had your a little bit older folk working there. And it's sad. It's sad, very sad. And it's almost borderline depressing just fucking going there and seeing some some dude that's well off in probably his early or late 30s just kind of there working. Um, and you can almost, if you look hard enough, you can almost see, you can almost see the, his future in his eyes and just you can tell that he's probably going to be there for a good while. Um, hopefully not until to the day that he has to retire or even well after that. Hopefully that's not the case, but you just, it's fucking, it's kind of a depressing place. Um, I mean, the only best part is when Chuck E. Cheese himself comes out and does a little fucking one, two dance for the kids Gives everybody hugs and shit. Um, but yeah. It's fucking sad. Just uh, seeing that shit. I don't think anybody wants... Wants to or even fucking... I don't think anybody there thought they would ever... Fucking work at a Chuck E. Cheese one day. You know, I don't think that's anybody's dream where you just... You're in high school and... You know, you have the career day... I don't think, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is definitely not on the list. I don't think it was on anybody's list on that day. And if it was, well, fuck, more power to you if you're living the dream, you know, working at Chuck E. Cheese, still living at the parents' house. Good for you. Um, but other than that, it's just fucking sad. And um, I sympathize. And I really hope that if for whatever random reason you're hearing this and you work at Chuck E. Cheese, I. I really hope that you get out of that shit, because that's, yeah, that's fucking, that's just sad. Anyway, so yeah, I went to the Chuck E. Cheese, had a great time, played some some games, you know, the usual shit that you do there. Uh, tried to avoid the kids, tried to be my own kid, and um, my fiance would uh, try to get her nephews to tag along with us to play, but I'd kind of veer off and do my own thing because I don't want to have to be babysitting while I play my own games, you know? There's going to come a time where I don't, I'm not going to get that chance to be selfish like that and fucking play my own game and not have to hear kids shit and scream in my fucking ear to tell me how to play a game that I've been playing while they were swimming in their dad's Okay, never mind. Anyways, uh, it was it was a good time. We did that. Did some freaking karaoke. Rocked out on some karaoke. Um, not too sure. 
trying to think of any good songs that we sang. There was one point where everybody was was doing the karaoke, and then everybody started leaving, and then it was just me and my fiance just pretty much serenading each other. It was good times. Good times. It's fun. Um, but yeah, so I had a good time at uh, in Yuma. It's always it's always an interesting drive up there. It's always uh, it's usually you take a couple exits and then this is like a straight shot and then you're out in the middle of the desert. And let's just say that if you break down uh, around the desert area, you're fucked pretty much because you'd be you're stuck between uh, either mountains or desert, and either one is not good because if you go back to the mountain area. You know, if you've ever seen Hills Have Eyes, you already know what's going to happen if you try to go back that way and get gas. You're going to end up nailed to a cross and set on fire. And then if you go to the desert area, you're just walking in just desert. Either you'll get the blistering cold of the desert or you'll get the blistering hotness of the sun, desert sun. There ain't no going back from that. You know, get the freaking pass out from a heat stroke. Have vultures following you. You know, just kind of being a reminder of your time is very close. Very, very close. But the drive is fun, especially if you have company. Um, Time goes by pretty fast, but if you have semi-decent co-pilot that likes to stay up for the four hours, you know, it's even better. But if they can't handle it, then it's not not much fun. You got to fight the fight the sleep. Your head starts dozing off to the side. You start looking like Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell and Night of the Roxbury, just a very lazy version of those two. Your head's fucking bouncing off the window trying to stay awake. Um, but yeah, the drives, the drive's cool. It's usually four hours there and four hours back from Orange County to Yuma. And it's a really small town, Yuma. It reminds me a lot of back home and upstate New Yak. But yeah, that's enough of my weekend. We're going to get into these Facebook trends because I'm being proactive like a motherfucker. I got about like 11 11 minutes deep into this right now. Um, Probably have a good 10 more minutes and I still have questions to do. So I'll probably just go through about, uh, I'll do a couple trends, read through a couple trends, and then I'll get into the questions and then we'll do the social plug-in, you know, that that horse shit that you need to do in order to stay relevant. And then we'll call it a day. How do you like them fucking apples? I just gave you my whole agenda. Of what we have going on here. So now's the decision of either to stop listening or to continue on. Okay, so I got two of them right off the bat that look pretty interesting. And we're going to be sticking with those for the rest of the podcast here. Fuck, I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, come on, right click, open a new tab. Thank you. All right, let's see this horse motherfucking shit. All right, the first one that I clicked on here looks pretty good. Um, 
Let's see. Napoleon Dynamite director Jared Hess is developing an Avengers-style Nick Toons film featuring classic Nickelodeon characters including Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, and more together on one screen. Hell yes. Uh, oh, man. I can't even remember the last time I watched car- a cartoon. Uh, the closest thing I think I saw was F, F is for Family with uh, Bill Burr. This new thing that he's doing there. But, dude, for those for those who grew up on 90s Nickelodeon cartoons, as I did myself... That sounds like a pretty pretty cool fucking idea. In Avengers style for with Nickelodeon cartoon characters, come on. Doug, you had me at Doug. That's all that's all I need. I need me some Doug in my life. The intro to Doug is the best the best intro I've heard in any fucking cartoon intro ever. Let's see if I can do it. Um for those who haven't watched it, you're in for a treat. So the intro, here's the intro song. I'm going to do my best to reenact it. <coughs> if you know it, sing along. And then at the end, when it's all over, you have that fucking guy. That guy that does like the wind effect with his mouth. He goes. You can clearly tell it's a guy doing it with his fucking mouth. But it's just. It was too cool. That cartoon show was too fucking cool. Yet hopefully they bring back Quell. Quell man. Um, what the fuck was the dog's name? Oh god. What the fuck was the dog? Oh my god. I'm going to have to Google that shit. Motherfucker. What was Doug's dog's name? Here we go. I'm going to fucking kill myself when I see this. Uh, Doug Funny and his family. Pork Shop. Motherfucker. It was so easy, too. Pork Shop. You're going to see fucking Pork Shop. And then his buddy, Skeeter. Where is his Scooter? Is it Scooter? God damn it. Doug's best buddy. Doug's friends. Skeeter. Scooter. What the fuck was I thinking? Skeeter. Then you have fucking Roger. I have the greasy scumbag with the leather jacket and the slick back red hair. He has that laugh. <laughs> I can't even mimic that shit. That's how douchey it is. And... Even though I have some douchebagger tree in my blood system, I can't be that douchey. But yeah, that sounds like a cool motherfucking movie. And Ren and Stimpy, obviously, it wasn't that too big on that. Um, I saw some episodes here and there, but that shit was just too off the wall for me to even follow. And I'd probably understand it more as an adult, but not going to waste my time on watching that shit. But Rugrats, fuck yeah, Rugrats, yeah, Tommy, Chucky. Angelica, Phil, Lil, fuck yeah, dude. Rugrats was my shit as well. Rocking the Reptar. Footies. Slippers, even though I don't have them. I should buy them, though. Just to say that I have them. Because I'm an attention motherfucking whore. 
All right, so that's that's that for that. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, they actually pull through with that shit. I'd definitely be down to watch it. All right. Uh, the second one that I chose here was Dark Souls 3. Band, Bandai Nam- Namco released high-definition screenshots of scenes from the action role-playing game, which is scheduled to be released April 12th. Action role-playing game. Oh, shit. This wasn't the one that I thought it was, was it? Dark Souls. Which one am I thinking? Fuck. No, yeah, that's the one that I was thinking about, right? No, it wasn't. Son of a bitch. Alright, I didn't think... Okay. This isn't the... This isn't the game that I thought it was. I was thinking of... Oh, fuck is that game called? It was another game. It was like... an. It's like a Tekken, but with people with swords and shit. I forgot what it was called. Blades. Something with blades in it. But I thought it was that game. And I was going to go on a tangent on how I used to play that shit with a buddy of mine. And I always would get my ass kicked because he owned that game. And every time I would come over to hang out and play it. Of course, he he owned it, so he would always play it. And I'd always he'd always fuck my shit up. And I'd get pissed, genuinely pissed, not, not jokingly pissed, genuinely pissed, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody has had that friend, or has that friend, who you play with, and you kick his ass, and he can't, he doesn't know how to lose, so he gets fucking pissed, and he breaks your controllers, and shit, but, um, okay, I'll give you another one, because that one was kind of, uh, a gay, Gay one to do here. Uh, Slender Man. What the fuck is this? Slender Man, American Horror Story may focus on fictional supernatural character reporters, say. Okay. That'd be alright. Um, that'd be pretty cool. At one point, um, me and my fiance were all up in that with American Horror Story. Uh, with Asylum was pretty good. Uh, just an overall, that was good. It was a good story. Uh, good story, good characters, and character development, the story arc, and all that horse shit was pretty good. Um, and then I don't know. And then after that, the the one with the witches or whatever it was just stupid. So we stopped watching it after that. Um, yeah. So that. That could be in for a good, interesting American Horror Story. Okay, one more, and then we're we're done for good for the night. Um, Kanye West and Wiz Khalifa rappers exchange insults in feud triggered by upcoming album title. After Khalifa expressed dislike in a Twitter for the new title of West's forthcoming album, Waves, West responded Wednesday with several insults about Khalifa's accomplishments and personal life. Oh my God. I think Kanye West is the only is the only celebrity that you can you can insult and he'll genuinely get upset and he's the only person that uh, unless he does it all for shits and giggles but if he doesn't he's the only celebrity that I've ever known of 
or even really cared about to follow that gets super butthurt over any little remark or any any um, criticism that you have against his work. He takes it straight in the pooper, pooper shooper. Like, why the fuck? Why would you care about what some Cantinflas sideshow Bob looking motherfucker thinks about your your title? You know, if you already know your self worth, why would you bother? Why would you bother yourself with with even even like answering back? To this freaking cracked out version of Bob Marley, you know what I mean? So it just doesn't make sense unless it's because he got your ex prego and had a kid with her. Then that's understandable. Then you're just saying it out of out of freaking hurt that he had a kid with your ex. But yeah, definitely not worth it. Uh, you're freaking. Even though I don't know why I'm saying this, because good chance you'll never hear it. But if you do, for whatever reason, Kanye, your work, you're fucking dude. You were with Rockefeller. You were with Rockefeller. That that's all that needs to be said. Probably one of the the best hip hop record labels of all time. Easily. You were with them. You know what I mean? And you came out with probably the most potent, soulful beats and songs for these these other legendary artists. You know? It's, it's game over. You don't even need to answer to this scumbag. Anyways. Oh, fiance just texted. She's saying, hey. So that means one thing i gotta wrap this shit up oh my god fuck my voice gotta wrap this shit up okay so that's it for that for facebook trends of the week now let's see how much time i have left fuck me sideways where's my stopwatch shit i already overran about like three minutes okay so let's kind of uh, wrap things up here quick. I had two questions, but I'm probably only going to do one. And then I'm going to do my plug, and then we Audi 5000. Uh, where is it? There we go. Okay, so actually somebody... That sucks. They had really... Uh, I got really two really good questions uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm only going to get a chance to answer one, so I'll probably answer the next one. The other one on the next podcast. So one of them... Somebody asked the question, what is one of the most important characteristics of a healthy relationship? And as you may know, uh, two weeks ago, I gave you guys a topic of relationships and just movie questions. And they asked, what is the, one of the most important characteristics of a healthy relationship? And the first thing when I heard this question, the first thing that came to mind is forgiveness. Forgiveness is probably one of the most important characteristics to have in a healthy relationship and because let's admit it we're all human we all do stupid shit and one of the things that I believe you're going to be doing the most in your relationship besides groping each other and making out is you're going to be doing really stupid shit 
making a lot of mistakes, but that's what the name of the game is, is, is growth. So, you know, um, like Tony Robbins once said, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. So forgiveness is probably the most important thing. You got to learn how to forgive your partner for stupid shit that they, they do or have done. And they also have to be on the same boat as you. You know, yeah, it's got to be like a tit for tat, you know. It has to just be a mutual characteristic that you both have. If you don't, you're in for a fucking bumpy ride because if one of you um, knows how to forgive and the other one doesn't, it's going to be very hard for that other person to let go of shit that you've done in the past. And that's just that's just the kind of shit that you don't need in a relationship. And it's just going to make you miserable and they're going to be miserable. And it's just, you're going to have a bad time if you french fry when you pizza. <sighs> that's South Park. South Park. South Park reference. Oh yeah, forgiveness. Learn how to forgive people. The most important thing I can tell you. All right, so that was it for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, this podcast is running a little bit longer than expected. I'll probably upload this this long ass piece anyways. And um, uh, social plug in right now, very quick. So if you want to get one of your questions featured, uh, just leave it in a comment. Uh, anywhere, I don't give a shit. Just leave it in a comment. I'll I'll stick with the two topics of relationships and film. So if you have any questions at all with dealing with relationship and films, just plug it into a comment. And hey, you never know, you might get featured in in this podcast, which is a pretty cool fucking thing. Because then I'll actually, if you want me to, I'll I'll tell people your name. And if you don't, if you're like El Chapo, I'll keep your shit on the DL. But other than that, um, yeah, leave it in the comment, your question in the comment. You can also hit me up on my Twitter feed at it's O underscore D. Again, that's it's O underscore underscore D. I-T-S-O underscore D. Or if not, you can email me at it's me dot it's OD at Gmail. Again, it's me dot it's OD at Gmail. So, that's it for this week. Did this shit very legit-like, and I like it. Might do it again next week. And uh, I'll catch you next week on another adventure of bullshit on little O, big motherfucking D. Catch you later. Peace, motherfuckers.